Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors and Happy New Year. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen. Uh, Gary what, uh, Gary Potterfield, what is your New Year's resolution? Oh, you wouldn't do that to me. I, my, I would, I my would, because I'm evil. <laughs> um, I, you know, my resolution is to not make a resolution. How about that? Because, you, you know, I, let me see, I've, had, I've made about, uh, you know, 40 or 50 of them. I'm trying to remember which one, if ever, I, I successfully uh, did. How about you? I never make them. No, see, well, then why did you see that was unfair? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like asking you what you gave up for Lent like ten years ago, and you've given up the stupidest thing ever. So I just I was hoping for some humor fodder there. Well, well it's, unfortunately, no. But I can tell you. Um, um, this was a unique. Uh, I welcomed the new year in in a in a unique way this time. <clears throat> I was in baggage. I was. I welcomed the new year in baggage claim number five at DCA. As, it, as and my bag was coming in just as, so I got to see what that was like to welcome the new year in with a bunch of other people waiting for their bags. So anyway, but you had a you had a kind of a eventful kind of a holiday period, right? Well, I haven't left my house since Sunday, um, and uh, we, will, we will make a breakout today. Things are getting desperate. In addition to a cognac shortage, we're running out of dog food, so if I don't get to the store, someone's going to die. <laughs> well, they, made, they, made a, they made a song in the 70s about the, something. That, never mind. I won't go into it. Timothy. Anyway, an old enough to remember I, I, the song, I, Timothy. I, I, I've I've been calling uh, our snowmageddon. We've got about three feet on the ground right now. I've been calling it the glamour Donner part, party. <laughs> That's good. So yeah, you. <clears throat> uh, so so I guess then in your case, did the holiday Sequence period are not edible? By the way, did the holiday period go by slow or fast for you? Sounds like it might have gone by slow. Um. No, it went by super fast uh, until Sunday. Mm. Uh, because we had Christmas, and then the whole Hamilton clan arrived for my sister's wedding, and then the Friday before my sister's wedding, we got two feet of snow, and half of us missed the rehearsal. Um, a wonderful neighbor with a plow blade on an ATV got our driveway clear, and our road got plowed, and we made it to the wedding, saw Jared and Mike off into the sunset, and then got another two feet of snow. That's good. Then go. things slowed down. Yeah. So yeah, I know that when we talked uh, for the first time in the new year the other day, um, you you should have been drink you should not have been drinking coffee. You were <laughs> you were like, <laughs> I could, it was easy to tell that you needed to get out. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it, things are a little tense. Things are a little <laughs> tense, but uh, fortunately, you know, firearms were locked up. Um, uh, I. We, we do have knives around, but I think we're all too weak from uh, hunger to really wield one. So it's all right. Yeah. It, um, but it's, uh, it's a new year. It's, um, um, it, it's going to be the year of the pig in uh, China. 
I just thought I'd look throw that out there. I don't know when they. I don't even. I'm, I should know, but I don't know when the new, when the Chinese New Year starts. But anyway, it will be the year of pig. But it's going to be the year of uh, great success, right, Merritt? We're going to have a that terrific like, year. That sounds like the not? year of bacon. Yes. What's that? Well, yeah, and if it's the year of bacon, it sounds like the year of bacon, and that's going to be perfect for Optima. Uh, yeah, uh, too bad. You know, I'm are, trying to mention. I'm trying to mention. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Imagine. Um, um, you know. The year of the cat being the year, you know, the song, the year of the cat, instead of being the year of the pig. It just wouldn't, it wouldn't have made the top 40, I don't think. The year of the pig wouldn't work. Anyway, go on. We're, we're here. It's 2019. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're here. Uh, we've got some exciting bids coming in. Um, just shameless plug, we're still looking for photographers. Uh, uh, still and uh, video. Uh, on a major uh, contract, we're partnered up with um, a major maritime firm. Uh, that's going to be exciting times. Uh, we're looking at new work clients. We're looking at uh, growing our digital signage network in the D.C. area. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm ready to go as soon as the rest of the government opens back up. Yeah, well, well, who needs that? Come on. Whatever. But actually, that uh, it, not everybody is, and we'll, we'll be talking more about this in the next segment, but uh, not everybody's uh, out of, I mean, DOD, for example, they're, they're funded, they're working. But the SBA is not. No, no, we got the, uh, uh, we didn't get a cease and desist order. We just got a, hey guys, yeah, don't, don't, don't talk to us order. Yeah. No, it was more. No, it was an actual stop work order. Well, yeah, but it wasn't like in the sense like you know. Yeah, it was a stop work you're, order. You're bad people. <clears throat> right. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't um, you're 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 bad people. Cease and desist. It was a, hey, we can't go to work. Neither can you order. Right. Na 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 na. That's it. Was a na 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 order. We can't work, so you can't either. There you go. Well, I was looking at some of those, uh, some of the news stories about that. I mean, you know, and and how that is affecting uh, uh, folks, uh, in particular uh, contractors. Um, there, there was someone headline about a woman who, um, you know, uh, out. I think she works uh, in a um, uh, in a na- national park or something. But uh, you know, saying, "Hey, I, I'm a contractor. I don't work. I don't get paid, and I won't get paid when when we come back. I won't. I won't catch up. I won't be, get any any money back from the time I wasn't working. So she's working like two extra jobs." trying to make ends meet because, uh, hey, the money stopped. Well, we only have two people affected by um, uh, the shutdown, and uh, we're we're crossing our fingers that it will be short-lived and we can um, just kind of carry some folks on other projects uh, until the government opens back up. That's that's what we're hoping for, but uh, Congress is sworn in, everybody's back to work, so I'm ready for something to happen. Yep. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, uh, getting past all that stuff, um, I think we've got to. I think it does look like a, an exciting year for us. We've got some uh, some some interesting stuff going on, and um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this the last three weeks just have been kind of fascinating in our industry. You know, perhaps as other firms follow the stock market, we're following the White House. Uh, We've been um, doing some work uh, in recent years preparing uh, NATO forces 
um, as they prepared to go to Afghanistan. And uh, now we have an announcement that we're cutting our troop presence in half. What does that mean for that work? I don't know. Hey, uh, wait a minute. How dare they, we how dare they leave Afghanistan? Vox Optimum needs the work. What? <laughs> right. But, you know, that's, um, uh, you know, there's still the planning. I was just reading uh, the fair a uh, subsistence contractor who provides all the food for our troops in Afghanistan uh, has been taken off the contract for uh, poten- potential facing a criminal investigation, and they're still planning to reaward that contract, uh, and that's an $8 billion contract uh, to keep um, uh, fresh foodstuffs uh, going into our, our troops in Afghanistan. So it, it is... Uh, Cynically, big business when we uh, deploy uh, when we deploy overseas. Let them eat MREs. Let them eat uh, MREs. That's what the Marines do. Doggone it! They're not they're not contractor dependent like um, some of the other services are. Um, Of course, we also don't do subsistence. (laughs) We don't do anything nearly that important. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's right, and I'm loving it. Who? Let's not do anything important. Let's just do a lot of it. Whatever we're doing. But uh, absolutely, uh, you know, having our troop strength in Afghanistan would make a big impact uh, on contractors. Uh, I also think it's interesting that um, the White House uh, really wants to stop releasing IG reports uh, because they feel that uh, gives too much information to the enemy. Um, my thought is if the information is unclassified, the enemy probably has the information uh, already, but uh, that's just my opinion. But, uh, you know, a lot of the IG, uh, a lot of the uh, inspector general reports that come out about Department of Defense are involved with um, contractor malfeasance and mm-hmm. turned into, uh, into criminal charges. So uh, I do wonder what might uh, uh, what might become of that if the, if the reports are not made public. Uh, mm. I, I think that level of scrutiny is really important. And it used to be that if there were five media requests for a specific report, it was automatically released. Right. And so uh, it remains to be seen whether that will be the case. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. But- I would think from a freedom of information, from a freedom of information uh, perspective, uh, by that law, uh, IG reports, if if unclassified, would have to be released. Right, right. Well, I'm I'm all about the transparency. I think people should know what uh, what they're spending their money on. And uh, well, absolutely, you know. especially as a taxpayer funded uh, as a taxpayer funded entity. Um, uh, when folks are cheating, the uh, uh, the country deserves to know and deserves to uh, know what be what. Uh, action was taken to stop it. Right. Because um, there's a sh- certainly a ton of money going around. I was about to say a bad word. There's a ton of money going uh, going around, um, and uh, and uh, it, w- it would be nice to know where, where most of it's going, you know. The old Everett Dirksen, a billion here, a right. billion there, and pretty, pretty soon you're talking real money. Well, I, I think I think we've got an ideal guest um, as we're kind of uh, kind of scratching our heads, looking at it. Not a new fiscal year, but a new calendar year for the federal government. Um, we're going to be talking to Kevin Mahoney. Yeah, <clears throat> yep, Kevin, our good friend Kevin Mahoney, who uh, uh, you know we've certainly tapped into for his expertise to understand the federal market. 
Uh, Kevin's the uh, CEO of uh, Sanctum Federal, and he's been uh, managing and building uh, commercial and federal sales organizations for uh, uh, 25 years or so. And uh, so uh, when you want to know what's going on and understand um, – you know the the federal market, how to get into it, and what to do with it, and uh, and uh, it can be certainly daunting. Uh, having a guy like uh, Kevin to talk about that is terrific, and uh, obviously it'd also be nice to get Kevin's take on what it means for uh, for businesses. Uh, this whole you know shutdown stuff, if it, what if anything it means in the contracting world. So um, so yeah, we'll be talking to Kevin Mahoney um, of Sanctum Federal uh, in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Brand Ambassadors, <clears throat> and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton-Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield, and we're joined by one of our favorite guests and favorite partners, Kevin Mahoney, CEO of Sanctum Federal. Good morning, Kevin, and Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year to you and um, the rest of the world. Thank you for letting me uh, yeah, and that guy, back Gary. on the show. <laughs> yeah, forget that. 
Well, it's, oh, no. it's great. You know, last week we reprised we reprised our first show with you. So, we, you know, this could be Sanctum Federal, the sequel. Uh, but picking up where we left off before the break, uh, we're in the midst of a partial government shutdown. Uh, we have a new Congress. We have a new Senate Armed Services Committee. Uh, there, there's a lot of uh, uh, churn right now in the federal sector. Uh your expertise is uh, preparing uh, firms to go to market for major federal opportunities. Would you say January 2019 is a good time to enter the, fed- the federal vertical? Absolutely. Um, it's always a good time to enter the federal market. Even though uh, core of the federal market is shut down and affected by what's going on in the political environment, that means three-quarters of the federal market is still operational. The government still is buying products and services for that three quarters. And once the other quarter opens back up, and I hopefully soon, that that'll help out um, the market as well. Hey, Kevin, do you think that um, uh, that uh, this uh, situation right now might scare off some small businesses to say uh, maybe it's too risky to you know to get involved? Because I was looking at some, I was talking earlier in the first segment, you know, looking at some of the news stories and uh, you know some uh, just regular folks who are government contractors, uh, not the owners of the contractors companies, saying you know without money because you know so you know the government stops paying uh, when they when they shut down parts of the government. So anyway, do you think that that's a a reason to be afraid or is is that just a, is this just an aberration and it should not nothing to nothing to worry about? Well, absolutely, it is an aberration, and hopefully, the political environment will get better. But to be afraid to to get into the market, it takes so long to close an opportunity, to do your research and doing everything that you need to do in order to prepare yourself for that opportunity. Um, the shutdown shouldn't be a a, a closed loop. It should be something that, like you're saying, an aberration. Well, and I would, the way I kind of see it is having been in this um, sector for a couple of decades now, you're absolutely right. There's a long lead time on closing government work and uh, three quarters of the government is pursuing opportunities. They are putting out RFPs. The Navy has just put out its largest um, IDIQ ever and has started Seaport Next Gen. So uh, if one sector happens to not be coming to work this week, that doesn't mean the uh, other 75% of federal shouldn't be addressed. And where do you, where do you see as um, hot agencies for companies, and particularly tech companies, I think is your specialty, to break in? Well, that's a great question. Um, there are multiple agencies and departments that need specialty services and products. So if you're coming in as the a services company, you, one, the services company, it all depends on the size of the company and what you actually offer to the federal market itself. For those types of companies, the smaller companies, I'd suggest to go up to the SBA, Small Business Administration. They offer an enormous amount of assistance in the area of getting into the market and looking what agencies need your types of service, products and services. For medium and large type companies offering those services, uh, partnerships and subcontracts, joint ventures and everything like that would help. Um, the smaller companies, 
as well as your company to get into those agencies that require your specialties. For product companies, though, those companies need to ensure that they have the product, federal product certifications that are, um, as, as well as aligning their business to the federal customer itself, meaning that if a federal customer, say, is the Army, and the Army customer uses a Chess ITES contract vehicle to buy products, the company needs to ensure that they have federal partners that are aligned with that contract vehicle, that hold that contract vehicle, so the company can close the opportunities within those agencies. So it's really a, a, a look at, are you a service company? Are you a product company? How do you align those capabilities with the service, the agencies that you want to go into and um, close business with? Which, 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 which do you think has the best shot? I mean, uh, is it, is, which, which is the easiest, if there is one easier than another, a product company or a service company? It all depends on the, your homework that you do. Um, so if you go into the it-dashboard.gov, each one of those agencies have um, a six-year plan up there, five-year plan that you can actually see what types of products and services that they're going to require. Um, so you can actually go into the, that it-dashboard.gov, go down to specific agencies that you want to be able to work with, go down and take a look at type of opportunities that they're actually looking for solutions. So you can kind of reverse engineer it. Well, it's doing your homework, absolutely. Um, doing your homework is extremely important within the federal market. What's really nice about the federal market is that all of the requirements, most of them, are online for those departments and agencies. And that's how Sanctum Federal helps companies really find their niche and where they're going to be most successful selling their products into those markets. So um, it can still be a real uh, challenge understanding. Uh, so let's, let's say you go to f- uh, f- uh, federal business opportunities, Fed, fed BizOps, or uh, FBO.gov. Mm-hmm. At any given time, there are tens of thousands of opportunities. How uh, how can uh, a firm wanting to break into federal vertical widow that down, or is this the time that they call Sanctum Federal? Well, both of them. The first one, if you bring in, if you go do your homework and look at, well, FBO is one site that they can go to, but there's others as well for products, and they can go to GSA Advantage. But like FedBizOps, Federal but what Business Opportunity. they don't have a GSA schedule? Well, so when, well, let's answer the first one first, the FedBizOps, especially for services. Within the FedBizOps, there's a search, advanced search capability that you can actually whittle down to your, even your NAICS code, the code that you have with your company to do business with the federal government to see what type of opportunities are out there for the next 30, 60, 90, or 180 days. So you can actually see what type of opportunities by agency are out there for your specific company capabilities. Uh, so for GSA Advantage, and you can actually align yourself with federal resellers that already have a GSA Schedule 70, for instance, 
and align your products and put your products on their GSA schedule so it will go up on GSA Advantage so the federal market can act, federal customers can actually go out there and take a look at what's out there from what you offer. And you know, the third area that you spoke about with Sanctum Federal, absolutely. So Sanctum Federal is a full federal service consulting firm where we offer to be able to provide a federal business plan specialized and tailored to a specific company so they can enter the market understanding what the return on investment is, what the needs are, what the costs are, and how to actually obtain product certifications and marketing and all that. So and the other thing that we have offer is our federal sales certification training courses. And what those allow you to do, whether you've been in the uh, federal business as a salesperson for 20 years or a newbie coming in, what these do is allow you to understand exactly what the federal market is, how it operates from the territory, how the money flows, how, how to build a business plan, federal business plan, and how to actually talk to your company and the customer throughout the entire process. So all those areas we can help with. Or they can do their homework on their own. What does a t- typical Sanctum Federal client look like? So we offer our services mostly to product companies to allow them to have a easier access to the federal market. We actually help them with their marketing plan, their um, hiring plan, first-year outlook, three-year outlook of what it costs within each one of those sections and be able to align their business directly with the federal market. So those companies that want to enter the market, federal market, understanding the risks and rewards, that's, that's the type of offering that we do. And then we can actually help them execute that business plan. We've got inside sales, marketing, channel reps, representatives, to actually help them execute that plan so they can quickly get operational and see pipeline being built very quickly and throughout the entire process. So um, uh, we're getting ready uh, to go to break, Um, but uh, Gary, did you have any uh, questions before we head out to break? That would be why Gary's not taking us to break. (laughs) Is there a Specific, so you uh, definitely product companies, and we're working, uh, of course, together on uh, mm-hmm. a, a new client with a specific um, technology product. What about more um, uh, consumable type products? Do uh, do you help those sort of clients as well? Could you give me an example? So, say if someone makes medical equipment and they want to get it into the VA, is that, that someone you could help? Not necessarily. That is not our, our focus or forte, our specialty. Ours is more product, IT, organiza- in, in, information technology type products and services. Hey guys, hey, this is Gary. I just want to just say, I just want to say something. I just want to say I had like the best question in the history of us doing this show, but my mic was off, and now I've forgotten that question. I just want to bring that up. 
we're, we're, we're going to break, but I do have an important point to make when we come back. Um, you listen to the brand ambassadors, uh, Merritt Hamilton Allen, Gary Potterfield, and our guest, uh, Kevin Mahoney, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. Test, test, anyone hear me? I'm just kidding. Uh, Gary Potterfield and <laughs> Merritt Hamilton Allen and, and our guest, uh, Kevin Mahoney from Sanctum Federal. And uh, yeah, I had actually, you know, I, I had put the mute button on my mic. But anyway, well, so anyway, what I was going to say before uh, um, I talked into a dead mic was the fact that uh, in my way of thinking, uh, there's probably, you know, business people out there listening in, who aren't in the federal market and they're going, uh, uh, boy, I don't even know what they're even talking about. You know, some of these things, what's a NAICS code and all this other stuff. And it, would, it seems to me like an, an analogy would be if you're overseas, you know, in, in another country in, for which you don't speak the language and you go to the grocery store and you're like, uh, I have no idea what to ask for, how to, what to do. I mean, I get all stuff off the shelf, but if I have to ask a question, I don't know anything. I think what the, the advantage of something like, you know, your company, uh, Kevin, is that you can do that. You, you, you can be that interpreter. Uh, so the people aren't uh, completely, um, um, I guess, either overwhelmed or intimidated by this federal market. Is that correct? You think that's an accurate uh, representation of what you guys can do? Absolutely. And not only that, I have another site called KevinFederal.com that really allows you to understand what the essentials are in doing business, including, I'm going to throw out some more acronyms. The federal government loves acronyms. 
So cage codes, NAX, FCC, DUNS, on funding, how the federal budget works, how they, they spend their money, IT dashboard for IT spending, through acquisition, GSA, SBA, federal acquisition, acquisition.gov, what types of opportunities through Bed BizOps and GSA Advantage, and then references to federal ac- uh, acquisition regulations, FOIA, which is you can go and ask for um, redacted uh, responses from other companies, the FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, what type of product certification do you need? So all of these, plus some articles are up there that talk directly to all this to try to demystify all of those acronyms. And then my company also, again, provides federal sales certification training that goes through all those acronyms, what, what we call FedSpeak, to allow people to understand what the government is talking about. All right. I was going to say, just right there, you probably had about, uh, you know, 50% of what you just said was probably completely just un- unintelligible. Not that you were un- not that you were unintelligible, but to the to the person who's not involved going, I have no idea what he just said. Right. And so that's why if you go to com, it really, it'll, it'll help you with all of those acronyms. And I think in some in some cases, when you're looking at you know an 18 to 24 month sometimes lead time uh, to close work, businesses wanting to join the federal vertical um, have to be prepared um, uh, to sustain themselves through then uh, uh, through that period. And if if you have a sufficient backlog or capital. Uh, to close the sale, it would also be smart to invest in someone who knows how to make the sale, like uh, Sanctum Federal. But, you know, are, are you, do you work mostly with businesses in D.C. or, you know, large uh, federal areas like, you know, there's a bunch of military in San Antonio or Norfolk? Do you have to be close to activity um, or co-located to win the work? So... Actually, no. The federal market, like you were just saying, is served worldwide. Uh, for product companies, m- most of them aren't located anywhere near major federal markets. Their manufacturing development of their products are done all over the U.S. Even their corporate headquarter offices aren't located near a major federal market. Those these same companies may open a Fed office near a major Fed market. It's not 100% necessary. So for Say, for instance, the federal resellers. It's the same with the product companies. It's not necessarily required to be near a federal, major federal market. People visit those places all the time. And you call them, you get your appointments, you go in there to do demonstrations and product requirement, all that kind of stuff. Um, but finally, for federal systems integrators, that's a little different where their direct services are required by the federal customer at those locations, um, it would be best to be located near that federal uh, market itself. These companies have to hire local, um, get their talent and their personnel on board, and furnish the services that uh, they're stated within the RFP to be rendered to those customers. So you do need to be located near those federal markets. For services companies. 
Well, that explains a lot because you, you when we try to get a hold of you, you're like you're you're like Mister. You know, you 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 must have like a billion uh, frequent flyer miles because you're always traveling one place to another, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that again for product companies, I service help companies from um, Chicago to San Francisco to Boston to North Carolina across the entire federal market, and that market is worldwide from. Um, as from Afghanistan to Korea to Hawaii, all uh, Kona to U.S. or what they say, Konas. So it's all over the world. And the, the cust- federal customers do need these products and services across the entire world as well. So uh, let me uh, looking at it from a different perspective. If, so if you are a company out there, there's there's more than one way to to skin this cat and to uh, to get into the market, right? I mean, uh, we Vox Optima uh, have a, a number of different ways that we have been um, in the market. Uh, sometimes we're you know we're we're a um, the prime contractor, um, so uh, and a loan a sole contractor. Other times we've been a subcontractor. We've worked with other companies. Talk about the different ways that some of these businesses that aren't in the market now might want to get in, other than just saying. I'm a company, and I have my products, and, 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 and here we are. What are the other ways that companies might get in other than the direct route um, of getting a contract? Well, that's an interesting question. Again, it's, a lot of it's doing your homework. The easiest products and services to offer the government is ones that they need. By doing your homework, a company can understand the products and services needed by the agencies that they're trying to get into. Then a company can align with that agency for the customer's specific requirements and procurement strategies to close that business. The most challenging, as you were just mentioning, are when companies don't put in the effort to understand the federal market itself and how it operates. When a company thinks the federal market operates the same as a commercial market, that's when it becomes very challenging to close a business with the federal customer. And that's where Sanctum Federal will actually assist companies with the federal sales certification training, consulting services, and it makes it easier for these product companies to enter that federal market because we understand the market. We know where to look. We know where to find the answers. We know how to build a federal business plan for their specific products and services to correctly align their company with the federal market. So, you know, given the... the um complexity of the market and, uh, you know, having to uh, compete kind of, it feels like in a blind bid process, does branding or corporate identity even really matter uh, at, at this point? What, what Should they focus on that? Yeah, so that's a, another interesting question because there are two areas to discuss with that question. The first one is services. Not really. The branding really doesn't have as much um, effect because there is a separation of technical requirements and pricing or from customer, federal customer, to the contracting officer. And the value really is in your response to the request proposal that they put on the street. So you do have to align yourself, your company, with the requirements. You have to really understand what the requirements are so you can put the best value for the federal customer into your response of the request for proposal that was put on the street. For the products, yes, it can. Uh, organization customers really know what they want in specific products and specific companies. 
Though the separation of technical requirements and procurement remain the same as with services, the customers can develop those technical requirements so select products can qualify for that requirement. And so when contracting completes their due diligence, the product and the customer wants, those are to be the products that they select uh, for procurement. But again, with services, though, the best value is what they're looking for now, not just lowest price, technical, acceptable. In fact, that just uh, changed a few years ago in the contracting piece of the federal market. I'm going to tell you that lowest price, technical, acceptable is like awful. I mean, it's just like, you've got to be kidding me, man. You, you, you know, best value sounds good, much, much better. I have one for you. So, so, so we've been, you know, doing this now in, in Vox Optima for, for, for a, 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 well over a decade now. And we kind of have the feeling when we, when we see something out there, uh, an, an RFP, um, a request for proposal, and we can tell whether or not we have a chance or whether it's just completely earmarked for somebody. Um, you know, what about other people? I mean, is that something, what, what, how do companies figure that out? Or is that something you can help them with where you can, where you can just look at an RFP and say, not for you, don't even bother? Well, so if you take a look at RFPs that are, you best should align with the customer with the RFP. Um, so what you're trying to do is understand they're not just the requirements of the RFP, but what is the intent of the RFP? What, is, what does the customer really want? And that's why you should partner, especially if you're just getting into the federal market, you should partner with organization or incumbents that are already in those areas so, because they already know what the customer really wants and responding to those RFPs and RFQs and things like that. I'd love to, um, if you can, uh, stay with us for the last segment, because um, I'd love to talk a little bit more about um, uh, selecting uh, the right opportunity. And I, I think there, there's, there's a branding marketing piece for services, but I also think there's a reputation and, there's an, a, and taking the advanced time to shape an opportunity. And I think it would be um, uh, great to talk, to, to talk about that. And it... Uh, uh, that's certainly something uh, we found if we're bidding on an opportunity and we've never spoken to the client uh, for services, we've, we'd certainly feel like it's a crapshoot. So um, uh, the, the hard thing is, of course, to shape an opportunity uh, means months or even years uh, of lead time and uh, building your pipeline. So we're talking all things federal with uh, Kevin Mahoney of Sanctum Federal, and you can find him at sanctumfederal.com or kevinfederal.com. I think I have that right. Um, And send us a note if you want to have a question for Kevin at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin, good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima. 
our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Gary Ponterfield, along with Merritt Hamilton-Allen and our guest and friend uh, Kevin Mahoney of Sanctum Federal uh, and KevinFederal.com as well. Um, and uh, Merritt had asked a question uh, um, about wonder- wondering whether in the, in the federal market, the federal vertical, if, if you know, branding corporate identity even matters. And, and I can say that you know, we have had the opportunity over the years to help some of our partners and other companies that we worked with to, uh, you know, to, to do those things in terms of branding and, and getting themselves ready to, to you know, to, to attack, go after the market. So, um, for, again, from your perspective, Kevin, what, what are the things that companies might need to do or want to do, um, you know, to prep themselves in terms of a corporate, uh, their own identity and, and, and their marketing and branding uh, to a federal client? Visiting getting out there and talking to them, understanding their requirements. There's so much information on the Internet today from a specific agency or department that companies can should do their homework and understanding what the five-year plan is for the agency or department that they're looking at. 
uh, how much money they've spent on it, how much money they're going to spend on it, how much is appropriated for that requirement. And if you do all your due diligence and your homework and align your capabilities of your company for your services and products, it makes it a lot easier conversation with the CIO or the, the program manager of those departments and agencies to have them know that you understand their problems, you understand what they're looking for, you can answer and solve those problems that they're having. That's how you best align your, your products and services and your brand, because your brand is everything. That's your capability statement. It tells the customer exactly what you can provide them and how you can answer the mail. Well, one thing, uh, you know, we've, uh, I, I think business intelligence cannot be um, underrated at this point. We have um, a program we use that helps us uh wade through RFPs and track programs. But I find interesting, one uh, well-known uh, fi- uh, business intelligence firm that's really moved into the federal space is Bloomberg. Uh, do you recommend uh, that uh, firms use some sort of uh, additional business intelligence, and do you have a favorite? So, in fact, that's an interesting question because I have a conversation with Bloomberg government today. Um, but there are other... Tell them I said hi. I will. I will. <laughs> so there, but there are other <laughs> capabilities out there that provide the same type of service. Not exact, but same type. But yes, those types of capabilities, tools, are is just one capability that you need in order to be successful branding your company and successfully uh, closing opportunities within the federal market. If organizations are just going out there getting RFPs from whether it be federal business ops or um, other contract capabilities um, or even um, GovWin or Bloomberg government or things like that, and they have like a 5% chance of winning that RFP. Organizations, again, need to do their homework along with doing um, pre-award, pre-RFP type um, homework to see what the requirements are and and do they fit your capability. And they can also look at organizations that are interested in partnering with those opportunities as well. Uh, Through through that um, FBO, Bloomberg, Dell Tech capability, they all provide the same type of information. It just Bloomberg and GovWin uh, bring it all into one environment and be able to do different types of searches. But you need all of those in order to be successful. You can't just do one and hope to be successful. Yeah, I think it's probably not appreciated enough just what it go what what it takes. You know, the 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 drain on resources um, to decide to whether or not you're going to go after uh, a contract. Um, and then when you do, what, what the labor, I mean, the, the money that goes out in terms of labor and other things you need to do. And so you really, I mean, the smaller the company, I think the more you need to be careful to say, okay, are, what are we going after here? You know, what, you know, what is the win percentage? How likely is it we're going to get this thing? Um, 
and should we go after it? So we have a 5% chance. Are you really going to spend one of your, you know, one of your people in business development for a month or two, you know, to do, go after it or, or, or should you bypass it? How do, how do, how to make that decision? I mean, it's probably, you probably can't answer that in one, in one couple of minutes, but uh, what are ideas about how you make those decisions, Kevin? Well, the business development person is your key to win, to go capture and close that business. That individual should be able to go out there and talk directly with customers and or build relationships up with other companies that are going after those same opportunities so smaller companies can do you know joint ventures partnerships and things like that uh, to go after that business and like I was talking about earlier um, in the segment the small business administration if you're a small business align yourself with whether it be small woman-owned 8a and other the other areas that the small SBA actually provides so you can actually look at other opportunities that the general organ, uh, larger and medium-sized companies can't go after because those are set aside 5% or 3% to the small business organization companies. So the, the mandates for the federal government are uh, upheld because they have to spend that money to those small businesses. So they can do set-asides up to 3 to $4 million uh, per small business on capabilities that the federal government needs and requires. So there's multiple ways of being able to go after that business, but the business development manager is your key to the win. You know, uh, we were talking, I just want to uh, give one plug and then turn it back over to you, Kevin, for uh, some final comments. Uh, as a as small uh, business We've found that Easy GovOps is a phenomenal uh, business intelligence uh, uh, dashboard program for the price point. There's one thing that is true of Bloomberg and Dell Tech is they are quite expensive, and for a small startup firm, can be a little bit uh, can be a little bit much. But uh, we've only got a couple minutes left, Kevin. Let's just go again. Tell everybody how to reach you. Thank you so much. Um, my email is kevin at sanctumfederal.com or you can just go up to sanctumfederal.com or kevinfederal.com and enter in your information as a contact and it'll come right to me. Fantastic. Any social media uh, handles you want people to follow you on? I'm on uh, LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. At Kevin Federal, uh, Kevin Mahoney on LinkedIn. You'll see me under Sanctum Federal. Um, that that's where I'm at right now. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, we're out of time for the show, but thank you uh, for joining us for the Federal Vertical Part Two, the sequel with Kevin Mahoney. For Gary Potterfield, I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, and we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.